Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again the mayor of the city of Greensburg, Joshua Marsh, for his monthly visit. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Tom, and everyone in WRBI country. I hope you're enjoying uh, this Thursday morning here in southeastern Indiana. Indeed, and uh, as, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, Tuesday night, the uh, Greensburg uh, Board of Works and uh, City Council met. And uh, in the Board of Works meeting, um, uh, Police Chief uh, Mike McNeely had a uh, – this is a uh, revisiting an issue that was tabled last month, the uh, HVAC bid. Yeah, this was something we've been discussing for a long time, and you're correct. We chatted about this last month as well. We did get a bid back, um, singular, which is unusual for us, and – it was for $700,000 to replace um, all of the heating and cooling system in the police department. The building's 20 years old. Um, things, you know, fail and, and updates have to be made, just like in our own homes. We have to buy new heating and air conditioners and water heaters and roofs and things like that. Government buildings are no different. And this is a problem that we've been uh, experiencing for quite a long time. So I'm very glad that Chief McNeely's made it a priority to get it taken care of and, and that so is the council and the Board of Works. So last month we received the bid. It came in quite a bit higher than the engineer's estimate, which we've been using a DLV to help us with. And uh, they went back, reviewed the bid. They they believe it to all be in order and that the price is probably um, fair and accurate. And based on their other experiences that they're currently seeing, including percentages over engineer's estimates larger than ours, they recommended to us in a written letter that we accept the bid, um, we proceed with the project. So the Board of Works um, did pass that with the caveat that in the following meeting, the city council meeting, uh, which happens immediately after, and we're going to talk about that here, I imagine, after the break, that they approved the additional appropriation funding to um, award the contract. So it was a little bit of a we're good if the council's good, which is great to see these two bodies um, working so well together. Indeed. And, uh, of course, also uh, and moving into new business, uh, Mark Carmen with the Tree City Fall Festival uh, appeared and uh, had the, some street closure requests. This is their typical annual request uh, for the Tree City Fall Festival, which is going to happen uh, September 15th and 16th, which is a Friday, Saturday. They've got a Garth Brooks tribute band on Friday night. They've got a couple other bands on Saturday night. And, of course, the parade. So they were here um, asking the Board of Works to close the streets uh, starting at 6 a.m. on Friday for the downtown area, and then they'll be set up and ready to go, and then the parade will be on Saturday morning, uh, which will start at 9 a.m. And, and run down South Broadway and across the north part of the square. And then uh, Fire Chief uh, Nathan Sturmer had uh, several items, uh, including the uh, purchase of the uh, fire inspection truck, or excuse me, the uh, fire inspector truck. Correct. And this is something, again, I've been on our capital improvement plan for a couple of years. Our fire inspector currently uses a retro, um, a reused retrofitted uh, police car from years ago. So we're, we're moving them out of that. And also uh, we're moving towards the truck uh, in style because it is important to keep that material or maybe he may be at a scene and need to pick up material um, to keep that out of the passenger cab. There's a lot more discussion, obviously, these days about carcinogens and PFAS and different things that come from fire scenes that we are trying to separate. And a big part of our fire station project that we're working on as well in, in building a new one is for this what we call hot, warm, and cool zones, meaning you know maybe contaminated areas um, from fire response, 
to areas that are kind of in between where maybe you're coming in, you're decontaminating, and then, of course, the living space that's the cool zone, uh, meaning that there isn't any. There are different air systems, different pressure zones. There's a lot of engineering that goes into that. Not nearly that uh, for the pickup truck, but that's why we've moved more that direction. It's a, it's a public sa- or it's a health and safety component uh, for our fire inspector as well. And also, uh, he requested authorization to sign the uh, Fair Measures contract, uh, and this is in regard to uh, professional development. I continue to be impressed with Chief Sturmer's leadership skills and his ability to try to make the team better. And this is another example of an opportunity for our entire department to participate in a full-day training that is going to be hosted by a um, HR attorney, but then she also has a couple guest speakers and based out of the Chicago area. We've used them for this company and, and specifically her for a couple other smaller events and have been really impressed with her. She's been very responsive. She understands municipal um, government as well as public safety, which is a great asset to have when you know, trying to relate and, and be available and be present for those kinds of conversations that are very public safety specific, but also um, understanding what the background in government and, and public work is. And uh, the final item from uh, Chief Sturmer was a sealed bid opening for the uh, 2008 uh, Ford Expedition. I understand there were six bids and uh, a local fire department uh, ended up with the winning bid. The amount of bids received uh, for both vehicles on our agenda was, was much higher than normal. But, yeah, New Point Volunteer Fire Department um, was the award-winning uh, bid at just a little over $5,100. And we are also going to be able to include um, the light bar siren and switch gear um, for them because they are a public safety agency. Um, we can give that to them as well. So we're going to be including that with the purchase and are glad to see it staying in the community and that they can get a second life out of it as well. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, another uh, bid opening. This was for uh, on uh, from Street Commissioner Mark Klosterkemper, 2007 GMC uh, 3500, and uh, a total of uh, nine bids received on that one. I think that's as many as I can ever remember <laughs> um, having received, but it's a flatbed. Uh, 3500 as you mentioned, and a local industry, KFAB Inc., which is a manufacturing and manu- and uh, facility here in the community that does kind of custom work for uh, different industries purchase that. So I'm sure they're going to put it to good use, and, and uh, we wish them well. And, and, again, glad to see it staying in the community. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll move on to the uh, city council portion of uh, Tuesday night as we continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh and uh, again moving into the uh, city council meeting. Um, John Bryant with the Veritas Group uh, appeared before uh, not only the Board of Works but also council with an update on the uh, municipal campus. John is with uh, the Veritas Group, as you mentioned, which is our owner's rep, meaning that there are liaison, our go-between between our developer, our architects, our building constructions, 
our constructors, engineers, architects. So it, it's a very complicated web of parties that we have involved. So the Veritas group has been helpful in that, and John's been our main point of contact. With this going forward, we're going to be receiving updates either monthly or every other month, depending on what is uh, proceeding at the property. But he was here to talk about, you know, we've got 60% design drawings done. We've had our first tech review meeting with uh, city staff to get that reviewed. We're on schedule for um, a late spring, probably Q2, um, groundbreaking and, and moving some dirt and those types of items. We've got to wait on some IDEM permits for the water and wastewater lines and storm sewers and um, foundation pads to be released. And then we have to have signed drawings that fit that. So it's quite a complicated timeline to be sure that we're keeping and, and they're going to help us with that and provide monthly updates. Um, it is a build operate transfer, so it has a guaranteed maximum price. So we're going to keep talking about the budget, but we know where we're going to end up. And then uh, Police Chief Mike McNeely uh, back before council. And this was uh, something that uh, was also uh, done at the Board of Works. Um, he saluted uh, Detective Steve Barnes on his retirement. Steve has been with uh, the Greensburg Police Department for 25 years and has done it all from uh, patrol to sergeant um, to detective. Um, for the last eight years, he's been working sex and child crimes in our community, which is a, a part of the caseload that no one really wants and He's just been an absolute tremendous asset to our community and has done so much work publicly and behind the scenes to make the department better. We're going to miss him, um, but we're incredibly excited for his next opportunity as he's actually just transitioning down the street uh, to the courthouse. He's going to come and be a part of the detectives division or um, investigators division is the more appropriate term of the Decatur County Prosecutor's Office. So he's going to remain in our community. He's going to remain committed to law enforcement and just getting a different lens on it. But uh, we give great thanks and, and sincere congratulations uh, to Steve for 25 years of great service um, to the citizens of Greensburg. And we're looking forward to having a little retirement party for him here next week. And then uh, and as we uh, talked about in the uh, Board of Works portion, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, Chief McNeely, with the HVAC update. And as you alluded to, it uh, led to an ordinance for an additional appropriation. We started this conversation, again, a couple of years ago. So there was some money that we had put in a fund, I guess you could say the general obligation bond that we did in 2021, that we thought would maybe cover this on first glance, but it just didn't. And so I worked uh, with the chief, and, and we found funds in our budget that would – or funds in our accounts that would allow for this to be done um, with cash. And so we had to do some additional appropriations out of – the general fund, um, lit public safety, HUMCAP development, HUMCAP um, infrastructure. And we chose those funds because they have cash balances. Um, we pulled some from each, depending on how much they had, to, to help with this project. It is uh, something that was talked about last year during the budget cycle. We just didn't have a number. So writing down you know, funds to be appropriated in the budget didn't make a lot of sense because we weren't really sure where that was going to end up. So it was always well understood that if this project went through, additional appropriations would have to be done. Um, so we did about $600,000 in additional appropriations for the $700,000 project. And uh, the council has approved that on first reading, and it'll be back before them next month to get it all tied up with a bow. All right. And then uh, City Engineer Ron May with an ordinance uh, regarding um, intersection control at uh, Lincoln and Barishel. Yeah, and, and Ron could probably do a much better job of explaining this than I can, but it, it came to our attention 
that we have an opportunity at Lincoln and Baruchel when you're turning right from Lincoln onto eastbound Baruchel. There is a green traffic light that is green when the other traffic light from southbound Lincoln going east on Baruchel could also be green, meaning there would be there would be an instance, and it is every light cycle, that two vehicles could technically have the right-of-way. And uh, obviously, we don't want that. So we're going to remove the signal head that is there for the right turn lane from northbound Lincoln to eastbound Baruchel. We're going to remove that, replace it with a yield sign in compliance with the uh, federal manual for traffic control and then um, the eastbound traffic on Baruchel will have right-of-way, and all northbound going eastbound traffic on the Baruchel will have to yield. And so it shouldn't really operate much different than it does right now, but we built Lincoln Street 10 or 12 years ago, and it just got uh, kind of noticed uh, that that was a potential problem. So we're going we're gonna to fix that. As we continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh, and also a uh, update accounts on the Energy Savings Program. This is something that we've been looking at for a couple of years, and it's always just kind of been kicked a little bit, but bringing it back um, up as a part of a discussion point to look at what, you know, LED streetlights that are um, on poles that we don't own that are owned by Duke because we pay a monthly maintenance fee and a monthly usage fee. So we can reduce that. Um, We're looking at some solar options. We're looking at how to do those in a way that best serve our utilities as a way to reduce expenditures. It is based on this idea that if you can lock in your energy cost, then the energy increases to which Duke had a 20% increase last year on us, we we wouldn't have to sustain as much of that. So still kind of in its infancy stages, getting more information, talking to banks about financing and funding, and then talking to um, energy savings contractors about what does that look like. The council and board of works have both been receptive to it. We're just making sure we've got all the information we need to make a, a decision before we move forward. And of course, uh, at the end of uh, every council meeting, uh, boards and commission updates from uh, from you and uh, members of council. And in particular, uh, Viata McKenzie had one uh, regarding uh, Decatur County solid waste. She did, and, and I was not able to make the uh, last solid waste meeting due to scheduling conflicts. So I'm glad that. Vita was able to attend, and there was a lot of discussion, and a contract was awarded for a new recycling provider for Decatur County, but um, most customers are curbside recycling in the city of Greensburg. So that's going to be transitioning away from best way disposal and towards Rumpke. Um, It was a bid process, and there was some missing information from uh, best way. So Rumpke was awarded the contract, and that will be for three years. Um, we were going to see a significant, we being solid waste district, was going to see a significant increase in cost anyway. Um, we have not been operating on a contract with Best Way for quite a while, and the new contracts that were um, received or bids that received were higher. So we will uh, see that. I don't know that we have an official timeline for the rollout, but there will be new um, toters for curbside recycling in the city of Greensburg, and Best Way will remove their toters um, as well. So. We will have new toters in and old toters out at some point. We will try to be as communicative of that as we can be. Um, it is not something that the city controls. It's a, it's a contract through the Decatur County Solid Waste District. But uh, we obviously want to be good partners and make sure that residents know what is coming and when and where and how to be prepared for that.
All right. So that concludes the city council meeting. And on an unrelated uh, matter, Mr. Mayor, um, understand that uh, you've got uh, fishing at uh, the Upload Reservoir that's coming up. It will. It's going to open Saturday, March 4th. Um, that will be the season opening day, assuming that the weather um, is correct and, and everything's always dependent. But it's the first and third Saturday of the month, and they will be open in the morning um, to around noon, I believe. But it should be uh, unlocked. We, you know, obviously ask there's no boats allowed, no engines, no floats, um, because it is the reservoir. It is our, you know, water source, so we ask people to treat it with respect. And you do have to have a fishing license, and you can uh, use it as you would like on the first and third Saturday. But it's hard to believe that fishing season is almost here already with uh, March just a few weeks away. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, this uh, so far this year, is a, it seemed like it's just flown by the uh, these first uh, this first month and a half, hasn't it? <laughs> it? It has. It's hard to believe that we've already had our two meetings for the year. And, um, you know, Valentine's Day was obviously on Tuesday as well. The year is moving right along, and I know people are planning for spring break already. And, and when trying to schedule meetings, the spring break conversation starts to get in the way a lot as people make those travel plans. But uh, it, it comes and goes quickly, and, and we're off and running, that's for sure. All right. Well, as always, uh, Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh, we appreciate your time and uh, stay well. And uh, we will talk to you uh, again next month, if not before. Thanks, Tom. Have a great day, everyone.